What's up, you guys? This is another episode of Triple Ops Report Podcast, where I talk about sports, comic books, and pop culture. And with college football season coming up, I'll be continuing my conference previews. And today, we'll be talking about the ACC and the AAC. Now, first off with the ACC, we know it's not the strongest conference in the Power Five, and they mainly focus on basketball, stereotypically. At least historically, they do. So, yeah, it's not really mainly a football conference like that, but they still have good football in it. And also, we all know everything that's happened recently and with in returns to like college football realignment and everything. Like the ACC, it was kind of in flux. Uh, what's going to happen? What? Well, looks like now every team's going to probably stay for at least one more year. So while you can for this year and next year, embrace the ACC as it is because who knows what's going to happen by 2025. So I'll just go ahead and start out. Number 14, I have Virginia. I'm not very... They're in a tough spot. I'll say that about Virginia. Like, they had some awful things happen, obviously, off the field this last year. And and I, I really do hope for success. But I'm just looking at what they have returning. And I think they have, what, nine starters combined on offense and defense returning and special teams. That's about it. Like, they don't have a lot returning from a team that was not very good last year. I'll just say that. The offense, again, like, it was already really bad last year, the offense alone, and now they lost their quarterback to the stretcher portal. I, I just, I don't know, man. I, Tony Tony Elliott has a lot to work, to, to, to fix. And this is, yeah. They're going to be, I think they'll probably be maybe better than they were last year. I don't know. They're like, they were really bad last year, but uh, I don't know, man. Not not high Virginia at all. Uh, number 13, Boston College. Another team that's kind of a mess. And it's kind of unfortunate because they had a lot of promise about a couple of years ago. You know, they were going on a little run there where people thought, like, oh, they could be a dark horse in the ACC. And then the offensive line collapsed, and the quarterback got hurt, and they have not recovered since. And then last year, the same thing happened again, and they're in the same spot, even worse spot now, because they lost some talent. I, I don't know. They lost their quarterback too. So I, I like yeah, they're 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 in a tough spot. I don't know if they're going to improve that much from last year. Maybe a little because last year was an unmitigated disaster in every shape and form for them. But I still don't see them going to a bowl game either. Uh, at number 12, I have uh, NC State. This one's kind of clogged because 12 to, I'd say, probably like 8 or, or yeah, 12 to 8 is kind of the same. So I have NC State going to a bowl game. And I have teams ahead of them not going to a bowl game. But, like, this is conference records and whatever. But, like, yeah, I think NC State, I don't think they'll be as good as they were last year. But... They'll still make a bowl game. Yeah. Like, they lose some talent, and they lose their quarterback, but they got Brandon Armstrong, so it threw uh, the Cesar portal from Virginia. Ironically enough. So, like, NC State will still, I still, they'll still make a bowl game. They'll still comfortably make a bowl game. Still be a pretty good team. Uh, Number 11, Virginia Tech. They're in a spot. The reason why I don't see them making a bowl game in NC State I do see is because I think Vatek's non-conference is a little tougher, and I think Vatek loses to some teams they probably shouldn't lose to. I 
they'll beat Old Dominion. Purdue and Rutgers, though, especially since it's at Rutgers and at Marshall, they could lose all three of those games, and it wouldn't surprise me. Vautech's in a bit of a low point, man, for a program. Not all time. They've had some really dire times, like pre, uh, ooh, Frank Beamer. But, man, like, they're not in a good spot right now. I don't see them making a bowl game either this year. Uh, number 10, Syracuse. I think Syracuse continues uh, their bowl game ways, and I think they go back to bowl. Like they continue going to bowl game. Like yeah, they lose Sean Tucker as a running back, and that's a big loss, a very big loss. He was a great running back for them, but Garrett Schrader's still there. I think that one thing I know is about Syracuse whenever they with their head coach is that. If they keep the quarterback and for like uh, and keep him, they, they, their offense gets better and better the more years he stays. And I know that sounds simple, but think of it like they're a team that continually builds up from like uh, they they're not a team that reloads. I'll say that they're not a team that does well with high turnover. So keeping a lot of this uh, experience from last year is is a good thing for them, especially a quarterback, even without Sean Tucker. So, I still see Syracuse doing the same thing as did last year, probably even better, maybe. And they'll go back to bowl game. Uh, number nine, uh, Pitt. Again, it's clogged, very clogged here. Pitt on paper should be better than a lot of these teams, but they have the same record and, you know, who they lose to, whatever, who I predict who they lose to, whatever. Yeah, Pitt's still fine. They're still going to go to a bowl game. Uh, probably still win eight games. Yeah, like, like they have a good thing going right now. And Phil Jerkovic, who, again, their new quarterback who they got from this time Boston College in the transfer portal. So, yeah, again, ACC teams uh, uh, devouring each other for their quarterbacks in the transfer portal. So, yeah, I think Pitt will be fine. Uh, Phil Jerkovic is a very good quarterback. He just was in a tough spot at Boston College because O'Leary was not good and he was getting hurt all the time. Pitt O'Leary better, most likely. He won't get as injured. And, yeah, Pitt's just overall a better team. So, yeah, they're going to go to a bowl game again. Probably win eight games again. Uh, seven, Wake Forest. Wake Forest is, is a team that's now kind of turned to a well-oiled machine. I think after, like, the first couple of seasons with Dave Clawson, people thought, like, oh, okay, yeah, uh, they're going to fall back off because it's Wake Forest. But Dave Clawson... They kept going to bowl games and winning eight, nine games every single year. And now I expect them to do that. And that's what I picked. I think they'll win at least seven this year. Even with some of the talent that they lost, I still think, like, including their quarterback, I still think I trust Dave Clausen that he's able to keep them afloat. And that this will be a very quick rebuilding season, and like just this year. And they'll bounce right back up to winning about eight, nine games a year again by next year. Uh, number six, Duke. Duke surprised a lot of people, including me. I thought they'd be absolutely awful last year heading to the season. I thought, I think almost everyone did. And they ended up winning nine games. Shockingly, like, like, out of nowhere. I don't know if they do that this year. They have a bit of a tougher schedule, I think. But they faced Notre Dame this year. They, they, they. They, they have a tougher schedule this season. So I don't see them winning that much. I do see them winning at least seven, though. And they're definitely going back to a bowl game. 
They have they have they, Ryan Riley Leonard, their quarterback. He's really good. They have a, uh, they and they return a lot of talent on both sides. So yeah, I think Duke Duke's in a good spot. Uh, Mike Elko, very good coach. Like he proved a lot of people wrong. So yeah, Duke's in a good spot, winning at least seven eight games this year. Number five, Louisville. Louisville knocked out the park with this hire. Uh, uh, Jeff Brom, excellent hire. And if I'm correct, I believe Brian Brom is joining. Yep, Brian Brom's joining him on as a front, as a uh, offensive coordinator. Like amazing hire, honestly. Like they both went to Louisville. They both eat, breathe, and sleep Louisville. Like, yeah. And then for years, Louisville had been trying to get them from Purdue. They finally did. So, yeah, Louisville is going to be on a really good. Uh, they'll be very good this year, I think. I think that in no time, this year will be probably one of the weaker years for them, under them, but I still have them winning at least eight games. But in no time, they're definitely going to be competing for it. If the, AC, if the ACC still exists in the future, they'll definitely be competing for ACC titles under Coach Braun. Uh, four, I think Miami, Florida bounces back big time this year. I don't think they go like 12 and 2 or something, but like I could see them winning nine games. They had a talent there. I don't, I think the offensive coaching was just not like they, it, it was subpar at least. Also, defense. The defense was not, I mean, it wasn't terrible at times, but it was awful at other times. The offense, though, man, it was rough to watch. Like, I, they had a talent. It's just, it's shocking to me. Like, I look at that defense. I look at the defensive line. I look at the DBs. There's no reason why they should be anywhere near as bad as it was last year. And the offense, I'd look at this. Tyler Van Dyke is not a bad quarterback. They did an awful job of developing him last year. Hopefully, with a new offensive coordinator. And uh, uh, maybe, I think that they bounce back. I think that they improve a lot. I don't I don't see them winning, like, Double-digit games, but I can see them winning eight or nine games this year. It's, it's, there's two talented of a team, and they're not in like the Big Ten or SEC, so it shouldn't be that difficult for them to win games, honestly. Uh, number because if they don't, Mario Cristobal, well, not now because the contract is so massive, but if he doesn't fix things, I can see him being gone sooner than people think. Well, how people think about him right now, maybe not as soon as people think, but you, you get the point. Number three. North Carolina. Uh, Drake May, yeah, he's a phenomenal quarterback. I do think there are holes in this team overall, but I think this team's older. Uh, and they won nine games last year. They they made they played in the ACC in the ACC title game last year, so it's not like they're inexperienced or they don't know about success like that. I I don't know. I think this North Carolina team maybe. I don't know if they have as many. I don't, I don't think they match last year's win total. I don't know what it is about them, but I think they might falter a little. I just see a lot of holes in this team. But I do think that Drake May is good enough that they're definitely still going to comfortably make a bowl game. They're not going to like completely fall off. I think they win at least seven games this year. Uh, number two, Clemson. I looked at Clemson. And heading to the season, before they hired their new offensive coordinator, I was definitely thinking this team could win like eight games this year. Coming off how they played, how badly they played, 
against South Carolina and Tennessee, I, I was like, oh man, this seems like the beginning of uh, like a, a, one of those 2009 USC, you know, 2010 Florida seasons where they were way worse than what they were at their peak. I don't see that now, but I don't see them as good as they were. If that makes sense, I don't think they'll go like seven and five, eight and four, but I can see a nine and three. I could definitely see them like still getting less than ten wins. I think the offensive coordinator will help out with things, but I this is not the same Clemson team it was in the past. At their prime years of dabble, this is not, like this ain't the same D line. It's still a good D line, but it's not you know it's not the same on offensive line either. I I don't know. They have a good running back though. So. Great running backs. And in the quarterback, Cade Klubinick, I think I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's as good as maybe he was hyped up to be, but he's still a good quarterback. I don't know. I just feel like this Clemson team gives me more of a uh, Taj Boyd era Clemson more than it does a uh, Trevor Lawrence era Clemson. I don't know. It just gives me, I feel like this Clemson team's on the way, kind of down, but they're not going to be what they were. Let's just say that. Uh, number one, I have Florida State. I think Florida State has the most talent in this conference of any team. I think they might have the best quarterback on us. Well, second best, Drake May. I I, I think, I, I don't know, like, Jordan Travis has his faults, but he has a lot of potential. Uh, the the defense is, is loaded. The offense is very good. They have the best. A lot of people think that uh, from Clemson, the running back from Clemson, uh, Will Shipley might be the best running back in in, in the ACC. I actually think it might be uh, Shrey Benson from Florida State. I think Florida State might have the actual best running back in the ACC. Like I, I, I think that Florida State has a lot of talent, man. And the jump they made, the, the momentum they have heading to this year. Like, that's also a thing I've talked about in college football is that in sp- almost any sport, having momentum, positive momentum heading to the next year and a lot of enthusiasm really helps. It can make you actually play better than what you actually are. I think this Florida State team heading to this year, well, this, this is, I'm not saying they're going to make, make the playoffs because I don't think so, but they're going to win at least 10 games. And I see them winning the ACC outright. So yeah, my prediction is the top two teams matching up in the ACC, in the ACC title game are going to be Florida State and Clemson and have Florida State beating Clemson in the ACC title game. So that's for the ACC, and as for the AAC, uh, I would say the AAC, we know it was kind of made, it was originally the 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 whatever was left in Big East, and just turned to the AAC. The AAC kind of reminds me of what the conference would say, ironically enough, it used to be when I was a kid. Now the conference would say is what the Sun Belt used to be as a kid. <laughs> so... It's kind of funny how that it kind of went that way. But yeah, for the AAC, uh, I'll just go ahead and, and, and just rank them all together. Uh, 14, I have South Florida. I still I think they'll be improved, but they're still going to be one of the worst teams in the FBS. Uh, 13, 13 through, I'd say like, probably like 10 or, or 9 is like kind of loaded. They're kind of clogged all together, honestly. So like 13, uh, Tulsa, I still, I, I yeah, they're still kind of rebuilding. Uh, 12, Memphis. 
They're rebuilding, uh, to me, 11 UAB. They lose some a lot of talent, and I don't think Shent Dilfer's I don't think he's as good as their past coach. So, yeah, I think they fall off a little. Uh, 10, Temple, they'll be much improved, but still a couple years weren't too off of a bowl game. Uh, 9, Rice, they may make a bowl game this year. May. 8, Florida Atlantic. Uh, yeah, 8 through 6 and or 8 through 5 are kind of even too. 8, Florida Atlantic. I think Tom Herman, uh, he... I don't know. I'll have, have to wait and see because how he ended his last tenure was kind of rough too. Uh, I think, and getting like the Florida Olympic just let go of a coach who fell off from going to a school that was going through a rough patch, and now doing it again with Tom Herman. I don't know. Like I see some people like hiring him. I I don't know. I, I'll have to wait and see. But for now, I think they still don't improve that much. Honestly, and they may make it back to bowl game. I don't know. Uh, seven, uh, Charlotte. I think Charlotte's going to be one of the sh- most, uh, shocking teams in college football this year. I think, what is it, uh, uh, Biff Pogge, that's the head coach from Charlotte. Like, but he, he was a very good coach from Michigan. For what, he wasn't the staff for them? He, he did a good job, man. Uh, and he, he got a lot of talent from Michigan, too. He had a lot of talent across the board. Uh, Demon Clowney. Uh, Ibioki, uh, he got some, some top-end guys through the transfer portal. Like, Shaw has a lot of talent on this team. A lot more than people think. Don't be surprised if, if they end up making a bowl game this year. Uh, number six, Navy. I think Navy is a much-improved team. I think that they've been through a bit of a rough patch the last couple years, but I think it's all starting to come together again. They've I think they're fully rebuilt now. So I, they're going to have experience. And I think this team goes back to a bowl game. Uh, number five, I have North Texas. I think North Texas continues uh, going to a bowl game. Uh, pretty much the same record, I think. I think they're fine. Uh, number four, East Carolina. East Carolina continues rising back, rising up. They've been rebuilding. They went through a rough patch a few years ago. But they've, they've slowly gotten better. And I think they're, uh, I don't think they win the AAC, but, you know, they can put some, they can put a scare into a lot of the top teams in this conference. Uh, number three, SMU. I think SMU's a dark horse to win the AAC this year. I, I really, th- this team has a lot of talent, especially on offense. Like, I'm super high on this team. I think the top three teams in the AAC this year could all end up at one point this season being ranked and all could play in, in, in the New Year's Six Bowl game. One of those three teams, definitely. Uh, number two, I actually have a surprise here. I think Tulane's number two. They do lose some talent, but they return a lot still. So they're still going to be like uh, one of the top teams, one of the favorites to 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 make the New Year's Six bowl game out of the group of five. But I still, I don't know. They lose some talent though, and I think because of that, that gives the edge to. My number one team, Texas San Antonio. They return Frank Harris. They return uh, almost everyone on offense. Uh, they return a lot of people on defense. I know this is their first year in the AEC coming up from the Commerce USA, so that's a level up in talent to me, I mean, like in, in competition too, but 
I think they're prepared. This is a team that's won the conversation with Schaefer, I'm correct, the last two years for a reason. Like, they're legit. And I would not be surprised. I actually predict that Texas San Antonio will beat Tulane in the AAC championship game. And that they'll be one of those teams, one of two teams. I, I think, actually, I had Toledo making the New Year's Six Bowl game. But I think Texas San Antonio will be number two right behind them. So, yeah, I'm high on them, definitely. So, that's my predictions for the ACC and the AAC. Uh, my next predictions coming up, we're going to be on the Pac-12 and Mountain West. Thanks, you guys, for listening to this podcast. Uh, come back for the next episode. Like I said, we'll focus on the Pac-12 and Mountain West. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Pulliam, P-U-L-L-I-A-M, underscore Blake, all lowercase. Follow me on threads, Blake Pulliam 1, all lowercase. Uh, subscribe and download. And I'll see you guys again on Friday. See y'all. Bye. Thank you.